In 2019, I uncovered a little blue suitcase in my grandparents' basement in their Toronto home. Inside was an unexpected treasure, Bill and Doreen's love letters from the Second World War. And now, I am sharing that story with all of you. You're listening to the Little Blue Suitcase Podcast, hosted by me, Jason McDowell. August 11th, 1941. Dear Bill. Well, here I am again, your old Toronto gossip columnist, digging up more dirt to tell you, if you can take it. How was your car ride home? Were they right on time? I phoned your mother tonight, and she was sort of worried about you in case you ran out of gas, but I guess you could all use your thumbs if you got stuck. So looking at hitchhiking, if you needed something or if you needed a ride, people were more than happy in Canada to pick you up and drive you where you needed to go. So I can't imagine my grandfather at this young age hitchhiking to get to his final destination. Did your chums have a nice weekend? You know what I mean. Or did they obey the rules and behave like nice boys like you? Ha <laughs> ha. Boy, oh boy, what a beating I took when I went into the office this morning. Lord knows what you did to my lip, but is it ever blue? My boss came up to me and said, Doreen, was your boyfriend in this weekend? And I said, yes, why? He said, I thought so, but he must have been very rough because your lip is all blue. (laughs) Boy, did I ever blush. I felt like saying to him, you don't know the half of it. Have you any exams this week? If so, here is wishing you lots of luck. Tell Leon I was asking for him. Oh, and did he have a nice weekend? I was talking to Hazel today and Rex came in on Sunday at 11 p.m. and had to leave the same night. She phoned me yesterday to tell me he was home, but I was out driving with you. I showed Anna your picture, but she said she didn't like it very much. But she did think you looked very smart in your uniform on Saturday. Boy, should your chest be sticking out now. Watch your buttons don't start popping off. I saw Ted last night before he left, and believe it or not, he was in good humor. He got a drive back with the same fellow who took him back last time. Ted Simpson is the boyfriend of Mark. As we will come to see, Mark is the first cousin and really truly best friend and confidant of Doreen. Everybody thought my pin was so lovely, so I'm going around sticking my chest out also. Friday was Pop's birthday, so I got him a strap for his watch. I was going to write Gord tonight. Gord was a suitor of Doreen, even though she only ever had eyes for Bill. I think Doreen often used Gord as a little bit of bait to hurry Bill along in the courtship process. But I came away and forgot the pictures again, so I guess I'll go around to your place tomorrow night and write him tomorrow. Did you find out what happened to the fellow who yawned while in the lineup? Those fellows you met at the corner of our street, were they the ones you wanted to have up for dinner? (laughs) They were swell. Oh boy, why didn't you invite them? I'm only kidding. That one who came from Vancouver seemed very nice, but of course, I don't know him. They say you never know a person until you sleep with them. How well do you know me, Bill? Oh boy, oh boy, I am getting terrible. You better rip up these letters, Bill, or someone might take them seriously. It's very interesting 
as the grandson reading these letters and knowing that my grandparents, Doreen and Bill, were just teenagers in love. And this is the way in which they expressed how they felt about each other. And even sometimes with a little bit of sarcasm, um, they were able to express how they felt. And so for me, I don't see this as being a voyeur into that level of the relationship. I just see them as young kids who are in love and it gives me a whole new perspective in admiration to the way in which they felt about each other from the time they basically met for the next 77 years. Well, I guess that's all the news I can give you for now, Bill, but the sooner you write me, the sooner I'll answer your letters. Don't forget to write your mother also. Lots of love and kisses till I hear from you. Doreen. XXXXX. P.S. Do you notice that I'm increasing my kisses with every letter? P.P.S. Don't go around giving all the Trenton girls blue lips or I will have something to say about it. September 11th, 1941. Doreen Deer. I received your very nice letter at noon today. And since I'm on duty watch, I'll have lots of time to write you. They transferred me from the hospital today. I'm working on the offices of the administration officer now. <laughs> they figured that I was learning too much at the hospital and thought it best to move me somewhere else. But I think I will learn more at my present capacity, which will be useful to me in my future business endeavors. After the war, what Bill was able to take with him from working in the administration office is that he became an insurance broker and actually owned his own insurance brokerage firm. And so I think some of the skills that Bill learned in the administration office in the Air Force certainly lent themselves to what he'd looked at his future career. But at the moment, when we are living in 1941, I think my grandfather really thought he was going to have a long tenured career in the Air Force. And so this for him was a way in which he was looking at stepping up the ladder of success with inside of the Air Force. Well, I had a very uneventful trip up here on Sunday and I got back at about quarter after two. I went down to Trenton Station on Sunday and saw Jack Dowds. He looks pretty good. He's having quite a time with a divorcee that is going around with him now and he is having her up to Trenton for the weekend. So you can draw your own conclusions, dear. Good old Jack Dowds. Jack Dowds was one of Bill's best friends, and he certainly was, what I have learned reading the letters, quite the character. Whether that be playing practical jokes, or whether that be dating women who may not have been the best match for him, um, Jack certainly kept things interesting as I've read the letters. Last night I finished my duty watch early and went to Belleville as they were having their annual fair, and it wasn't too bad. The Midway was the same one as the CNE in Toronto, and has the Artist and Models show and the Oriental Follies show. A fellow was telling me that Rex can't be a pilot now because of his eyes. I don't know if this is true or not because I saw Rex after and he didn't say anything about it to me. So to be safe, dear, I wouldn't say anything about it to Hazel. I got a letter yesterday from Alex, but as usual, he didn't have much to say. He met a girl when he was in Toronto, and she sent him some pictures of herself in a bathing suit. He said if he had known that she looked like that, he would have looked into the matter a little further. <laughs> I forgot to tell you that I went to a show in Trenton Monday, and there were two horror pictures showing. 
as you can guess by the names, Horror Island and The Black Cat, they were both pretty good. Bill certainly loved the movies. It was certainly something that him and Doreen did often when they were together. But he certainly really enjoyed watching horror, slasher, swashbuckling, Air Force, Army type of movies. He wasn't so much into the sentimental um, love stories, but he really enjoyed going to the movies and seeing horror films and ones that really took him out of where he was on his day-to-day life. We're getting better meals lately, but there are 40 of us in one room. However, we have been able to get a locker for each of us, which is nice, I suppose. They're having the first dance here tonight, but all of those in headquarters can't go. It's being held in the auditorium, which is right across the hall from the offices, so (laughs) at least I'll be able to hear the music. By the way, when you say you're ahead of me, don't be so sure. Because don't forget it's always you who are telling me it's time for me to go home. By the way, I forgot to tell you that I had a very nice time when I was working in the hospital. That is, Jack Dowds might have thought it was nice. I was keeping record of all the fellows who were expecting to catch something from the girls that they had met in Trenton. But like you said, I'm so far ahead of you that I will have to tell you what they would be catching when you get older. Well, I guess I've said enough now and... By the way, don't forget to tell me one of those jokes of yours in your next letter. Excuse me for one second, dear. Uh, A telegram just came in for the GEO, and I'll be back in half a second. One of the things that certainly jumped off the page for me is that both Bill and Doreen took the time to write exactly every moment that they were doing while they were writing the letters. So whether it was stopping the letter to go for supper, or whether it was stopping the letter to have a cup of tea or have a bath or use the washroom, I just love the fact that there was the suspense of where did he go? What did he do? What's next? And so I love that they were able to, in the letters, detail in real time what they were doing. And I think it just really makes it even more endearing that there's a dot, 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 I'm back. to to let the other reader know that they have actually returned to writing the letter. And I'm back. I don't think it was too important. Well, I guess I'd better close this off now, but don't forget to write back at the end of the week. In looking at these letters at this time, in early 1941, in the early stages of the letter writing, what really has jumped off the page for me, and, and for others who have had a chance to read the letters, is really about their very young love. It's about a kiss and a wink and a nudge and even the documentation and writing in the detail around simple things like going to the CNE and seeing the Oriental Folly show. It's all about the details and certainly what I've seen is the progression of the letters that I hope you come on the journey with me is really about the start is really about young love. It's really about two teenagers telling each other what they have done today. We have Facebook and texts and Instagram where we're able to give that instant visual representation of what we do on a daily or hourly basis. But here we are really seeing the documentation of the day-to-day detail of what is happening in both Bill and Dorothy's life. Lots of love, dear. Bill. XXXXX. These kisses are even better than yours, by the way. It'll be even better when you tell me one of your jokes. Thanks for listening to the Little Blue Suitcase Podcast. 
Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you get notified when the next episode is out. For more information, check us out at littlebluesuitcase.ca. I'm Jason McDowell, and it's been swell having you listen. Podstarter.